Welcome back to another episode of Inconceivable with Andy. So I know I was telling you all that I was going to do a two-part to dating and follow up a little bit on relationship, and I was going to bring a guest on. So I thought long and hard of like what would be the perfect guest to be my first guest on my episode, and I, you know, I thought none other than my good best friend Luis. So Luis, how are you doing today? Hey, what's up, Andy? I'm doing well. Thank you. So I've known Luis for how long? Going on 13, 14 years. Yeah. So we've known each other for a long time. So our relationship has grown. I remember the very first time I met him, it was at a discotheque and a previous friend that we're no longer friends with. Um, was like, hey, you need to come meet this guy. Like, he's cool. You'll like him, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So me and my former roommate, we went and we met them. And when I saw Homeboy, I was like, no, this is not it. But, you, you didn't, know. You didn't like it because I was fat. <laughs> you was, that was not because of that. It was just you, your vibe. It was just so much different. But, I, I've worked on my fashion. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. definitely, yeah, your fashion was not good back then. But, um, you know, we still hung out and we became good friends. And then when we went to New York, we had a really good time. And I think from there, that solidified our relationship. I let you get on the plane, remember? Yeah, that was a good one. Like, you know, I was going to be, well, we were both going to be stranded there. But you stepped up and, you know, I think from all of that, that's how I feel like me and you have been, you know, so close from all these years. And, you know, when you can always tell when you have a good friendship where you don't have to talk all the time but you know or see each other all the time but you know that person's there and if you need them they'll always be there for you so definitely um a good friend and i know you'll have some good insights on dating and relationships so um you know we'll just get into it last couple episodes were about relationships and dating and um you know i had my opinions on what i feel about certain relationships and dating so kind of just touching on the relationship so let's just get right deep into it so open relationships so what it what's your kind of opinion on open relationships do you think they work or you think they're not good well i think like right now the problem is like there's no true definition of what an open relationship is right now it's so broad I mean, you got people hooking up, you got people hitting the DMs. Is that like a form of open relationship where someone could just hit up whoever they want, like flirt? Um, I think it can only work if there's certain guidelines and communication prior to both parties venturing into this. Yeah. Because what you don't want, as we've seen or heard, is you know, you bring this guy in, next thing you know, they're taking over the the relationship in a sense. So have you ever been in an open relationship? I I wouldn't say I'm in an open relationship, but I feel like sometimes um, in my current relationship, I, there are moments where both me and my partner discuss what we're feeling, what we want to do. And as, as far as we're both in agreement, then I feel that it 
Okay. So if you're in an agreement where y'all both like either meet somebody or if there's this connection where you feel like, okay, let's bring this person in or are they doing it? Y'all doing it together? Is it separate? No, it's together. Okay. That's rule number one. Rule number one. That's yes. my little jealousy that I put out there. <laughs> um, and then after the fact, after everything's said and done, then that's it. There's no other uh, further communication with that individual. Uh, like... That person came in, we did the way I do, have a good day. And I Bye. feel like that's that's a kind of open relationship that could work, where it's kind of like you have your relationship, you have that strong bonds, but sometimes you need something to spice it up. So you just like, hey, let's try to find somebody or invite somebody in to give it that little kick. And then, you know, you go from there. So I think people can respond to that. Um, it is not something that's permanent, like yeah. in, my, in my experience. There's some people that need that for us or for me. It's one of those things that I discuss that with my partner. Hey, we're on vacation, you know, or you want to, you know, spice things up a little bit while we're on vacation or experiment something. But it's not something that's every weekend or every day. We're like, we this is this is our relationship. Yeah. At the end of the day, I spend, you know, that's 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 my partner. So that's where we spend the time with. So what was the last time you had a tryst? Was it Puerto Vallarta, I think? So how did that all come about? So how do you meet this person? For people that are in relationships and they kind of want to spice it up and they feel like they need to have somebody else bring it in, how do you go about doing this? Do you like get on dating apps or do you just like... No, and and to be frank, like me and my partner um, got out of the whole... You know the grinder, the tenders, all that mm-hmm. stuff. We don't, we don't no. do that. Okay. But like, excuse me. Let's say we're on vacation, and we're at the club. Certain clubs are known for certain things. Mm. So everyone that's there already is open to whatever can or cannot happen respectfully, right? Yeah. So I see someone that's good looking. He may see someone that's good looking, and we just kind of like it's all about the vibe and the setting. If there's a moment where he doesn't like it or he kind of is not vibing it, then that's it. Or vice versa. It's kind of like, hey, we, we're not going to engage you with have this the respect. person. You have the respect. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I feel like that's where people go wrong is that when they're doing it, they're only, the partners only think about themselves. Exactly. And they're not thinking about the relationship together and how you can make it whole. So... And even when sleeping with this third party, this third person, you know, what are your boundaries on that? You know, is can you kiss them? Like, because there's certain things like I'm just like not comfortable with that person doing exactly to to my boyfriend or that person doing to me. He's not comfortable with it. So, but that's already like I said, that's already communicated way far in advance. It's yeah. not something that we're like figuring it out as we're going along. You know, it's already set in stone and then that's it. That's so communication is key. It's you communication have to have that key. communication. Yeah, you have to have it. yeah, if yeah. you don't have that communication, trying to do different things in relationship is not going to work out. So I know I touched on a little bit about troubles. So have you been curious about being in a trouble? Do you even, first of all, wait, do you even think a trouble could work? Like I figure it in my mind where having three people that equally are into each other, love each other, and they have a wonderful relationship. I've seen it, but I don't know if it could work. Do you believe it um, can? You know, two is its own, but I, I mean, for me, me personally, I don't think it's going to work. 
Because I'm, I'm over here thinking, like, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm a big guy. My boyfriend's a big guy. Do we need to have, like, a cut for your king bed if everyone's going to sleep in that shit? Like, closet space. But you're thinking about where people are going to sleep in closet space. <laughs> closet space. Like, but then also, like, the, the you can't, I cannot love my boyfriend and some other person equally. Like, it's just not going to happen. You don't think you can? No. Like, you, 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 you connect with somebody directly. Like, it's having, it's like when you have children, you, you have, you can't pick and choose which one you love the most. Yeah. But I think you could, just like children, you can love all of them equally. Um, and so I think you could, I honestly think, I'm not saying that I would do it, but I wouldn't say that I could have where I would be with somebody and we met somebody else or there is a partnership already together and they're looking for a third and I like both of them. I could see myself being it because I just think it's this like kind of a friendship, kind of loving thing. It's weird. I think it's just, I don't think, you know, it's 2023 now. Yeah. I mean, relationships are different. And like, I think you have to do whatever is good for you to make you work. But I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, because I mean, as an expert, there's going to be a moment where someone's going to be, in my opinion, there's going to be a moment where someone's eventually be feeling left out. And that's why it, it can only work if everybody's equally. So it had to be where like if two of them were together and you were out, you're fine with it because, you know, you're all together. Like, so two of them, hey, we're going to the park today. OK, I'm going to stay home. I got homework to do. I got to catch up on my work. It's fine because that's the relationship. But when you're all three together, you know the love and everything's there. So, I mean, your points are very valid. Um, it could work, possibly. I think it's difficult. It would be a lot of work. But personally, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a trouble kind of person. I'm not. You're not? Hell no. Nah. You don't think you're just the, another person? No. <laughs> all right no he's like no well yeah that's i mean and and that's valid and so so those were some of the kind of topics i touched touched on on the first episode about open relationships troubles one of the last things toxic relationships you know you definitely want to get out of those toxic relationships where have you ever been like in a toxic relationship i kind of touched on the toxic relationship i was in and how it just yeah, I changed know that how one. was yeah okay um, I wouldn't say I was in a toxic relationship, so I've been in toxic relationships, but I've been in difficult relationships. Um, how I'm, so? How so? Uh, well, you know about, um, one of my crazy ex that, like, became stockish. Yeah. Um, there's also sometimes more of a... So how did you handle it? So if somebody is listening and they have like a crazy ex that's toxic and they become stalkerish, how do you handle that situation to resolve yourself or free yourself from that? Um, I wouldn't say I was, I was almost getting the police involved, but before it went to that level, it kind of like... So what happened? Like, what exactly happened where you would have to call the police? Because if you're calling the police, it's getting very, like, in there. Well, from creating fake profiles on social media to get in touch with me, to having strangers call me, text me from, from like, from their friends to figure out where I'm at, Whoa. 
to where I wouldn't, well, you know this, like I wouldn't even post where I'm at because all of a sudden, boom. They're there. They're there. Um, so it, can be, it became a little sketchy. And then it's, it's like, I guess the warning signs too, where it's like, I'm dating you for a month and you're already trying to move in with me. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-mm. It's not happening. Not a month. And then. So how did you free yourself from that? I just blocked everything and... <laughs> so you didn't have a conversation, I, I, had, I think? I did have a, a... Okay. Not a conversation, more of a confrontation. Yeah. And I guess that's what kind of set the tone to just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. So talk to relationships. If you can find your way out of them, that would be my suggestion. Um, because I think they're just a downfall of society. I feel like people get into them and they don't really know what... Well, I think with you, yours was a little bit more like... More of a mental thing. Like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, but it was toxic where like I feel yeah, like definitely. I had like changed as a person physically, mentally, everything about it. It just brought my whole being down. And you know, when you can realize that, you just never ever get in those kind of relationships. So So, you're in a relationship, you've been in a relationship for a while, you've been in previous relationships, so, you know, how, how have you made your relationship successful? Like, how do you think a relationship can be successful in this day and age? Uh, well, successful is such a, I wouldn't use Like, well, make it work. How do you make relationships work? The relationships are difficult. difficult. Right, but obviously, like... We have excess, so I didn't make it work, you know? There's things that happen. But what, how, when you were with that person or your current person you're with, how are you making it work? What do you do? Like, do you have conversations, make time for certain stuff, be open, line of communication good, worry about trust? You know, there's a lot of things how people make relationships work. And I think some people may struggle with trying to figure out whoever they're with, how they're making it work. So, like, what advice can you give to people on the many relationships you've been in. Shut How up. can you make the work? Um, let's see. So, I think friendship is a very important thing. Like, we, you have to go into a relationship as a, not a friendship level, but have like, you, you, it's like your lover and your friend at the same time. I don't yes. know if I'm explaining that right. No, I agree. Because sure. you gotta, you know, you have to laugh together, you have to cry cry together you know and it's also one of those things is at least for me is when things are going rough I don't just jump ship yeah you know I try to make it work mm. that way people well that individual knows that hey I gave you 130% 200% of me if it didn't work out well at least you can't say that it was me yeah you know and God knows I'm not perfect but it goes both ways too you know and then at the same time, if something's bothering the person of the other individual, say that. It's like, hey, this was going on. How can we work through this? Because it's making me feel uncomfortable. Or I don't like this. Um, you know, and you know, and again, it's, it's cliche, but it really goes back down again to communication. Yeah. Like you really have to like voice your opinion and, and your concerns and your emotions. If you if, if you boil that inside of you, how will the other person know how you're feeling? Yeah. 
I can be walking around thinking our relationship is happy, go, happy, jolly, when I don't even know that you're hurting for these reasons. Mm. That's because you don't communicate that with me. So I cannot fix something or help you if you're not telling me what's going on. So communication is key. So if yeah. you're not communicating, um, it's never gonna work. So you have to be able to be honest. Honestly, like it's it's cliche, but that really is for me is the core of yeah. of when relationships have worked and and when relationships have not worked. Yeah, and I think you have to be able and grown enough and mature enough in the relationship to understand that. Because I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. So when they think it's not going well, they think it's just of stupid things or they just get things in their head like this makes them go crazy. And also like, like tell the person when you meet them, like what do you want out of this person? Yeah. You know, cause here comes somebody that's looking for the next husband and you're just looking for the Saturday night fuck. And then you just wheel that person in because he's a good one-night stand, but this person's already falling in love with you. Mm. So you should have already set those standards. Like, hey, you know what? I like you. We cool. But this, I'm not here to date nobody. Mm. You do your thing. I do my thing. And then we good. But I think that's where everything starts boiling up. Where this person is now creating a ideal situation in their mind when you're over here just nonchalant about everything. You're just, it's just a hookup for you. It's just a hookup for you. Yeah. When this person's already thinking, okay, I'm going to move into the house. <laughs> that or, happens a lot though. Or that's my boyfriend. I'm like, hold up. No, we're not. Yeah. Like, that happens a lot. I feel like you're correct. I feel like when you're honest about it, things can make it so successful. So, well, you know, we touched a lot on relationships and I know you had some good points, but for those of us like myself or, you know, people that are listening in that are not in relationships, you know, dating is so difficult in the year 2023. I mean, there's just a lot of things that you have to look out for. There's a lot of people that, you know, you have to watch out for honesty, just like we were touching on that they're giving different vibes where you may have felt that this is where that relationship was going and it's going left. So, you know, what, since you've been in like, you know, some of these quality relationships and things like that when people are dating where where can you meet a quality person at when you're dating where do you think you can look to find i know you're laughing but where can you meet them like i mean do you, do you think people can like look for guys or girls on dating apps do you think that's a good place to look for people or you just feel look, like you have to meet them organically at work I met, on the street i met guys at the most fancy ass places and then i've met my long-term relationships you know at the grungy spots or the apps um you know when it comes to social media like the dating apps you get what you want out of those things Mm. you know what i'm saying you can go you can log on and you can be you know uh, a lady or gentleman of the evening seven days a week or you have that opportunity to know and, and to control the situation and say, you know what, I don't want to be a rapid dater. I just, I'm looking for a quality individual so I can spend my time with it. So you get what you want out of those apps. You know, um, I can be on, on, you know, on Grindr and just find random hookups left and right all day, every day. But to be honest with you, I'm, and you know this, I've never been like a dating type. I'm mm-hmm. more of a, it's hard to explain, I'm more of a relationship type. Yeah. Where I don't talk to just random ass people, 
But once I feel some sort of connection with that individual, then I just kind of like, kind of like zone in with that individual to create something. So you you find people in the way you want to find them. So if you're looking for somebody, whether it's on a dating app, whether you're at the grocery store, the park, at the discotheca, wherever you are at, that's where you can feel you you want to meet somebody but you have to be knowing what you want exactly and then like the thing about me though is i'm a very you know me i don't talk to people at the club like i'm i walk in with my friends i zone in with my friends and i'm not one to approach people because that's just not who i am even though apparently i have been doing that allegedly (laughs) but (laughs) 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 but um I, I just don't do that. So it's hard for me to tell people like, well, well you know, this is how you date because I've never been a dating person. I'm, I'm more of a relationship person. I guess I'm, I'm more about quality, not quantity, you know? Yeah, but and plus dating, you're a relationship person, but yeah. you had to like meet somebody and date them for a while to know you wanted to be in a relationship. So, right. you know, what qualities should people be looking for? Like, I know what, when I talk to people or date or do whatever I'm doing, I kind of know what I'm looking for, but you know, sometimes it doesn't lead to the right way or the wrong way. So like what kind of, in your experience, like what, how do you know that this is going to be from that dating is going to turn into like a relationship? Okay. So one of the questions I ask is tell me about your family mm. or, 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 you know, things of those, because if you figure out how they treat their parents, mm or what kind of connection they have with their parents, then you kind of already, it already sets the tone as to how they all look with connections with other people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, if they're so like, like to their family, they- For example, yeah. if if you're talking to somebody and they're like, oh, you know, tell me about your mom. Oh, she's a bitch. Okay, you already, you already know. Well, why is she a bitch? Oh, because when it's like, you know, when it's like bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. Then you already know, okay, well, this person is already, if he doesn't, if he already hates his family for no damn reason, you, you're in danger. So you have to pick away. up on the warning signs. Yeah, I always, ask, sign, I always ask sure. about the family. I always ask about, like, like, what do you do for a living? But people sometimes misunderstand that as me trying to figure out how much money a person is making. And that's not the, that's not... That's not my goal because I don't care how much money you make. Mm-hmm. But if I know is, oh, I've been in healthcare for 15 years. I've been, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's like a, like a, there's stable, stable, they're stabilized in their life. So that's like my key word. Like, like that's how I know this person's somewhat stable. They have a, 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 a certain um, goals in life, you know, or, you know, I'm working in healthcare, but I'm also going to school for nursing. Okay. There's, this guy has set goals in life so they like to achieve things so you have to ask those probing yeah. questions to get what you, yeah. so they're telling me oh yeah right now i'm working at you know you know chick-fil-a because last week i got fired from taco bell because the week before that i got fired from ups i'm like okay well you you're jumping from one job to another that means you're you're very disoriented mm. so yeah you have to pick up on those so i always ask about like family there was you kind of figure out how they are with their family um, job security, like, you know, what they do for a living and a sense of stability in their life. And if they have any siblings, like, you know, what's your relationship with your brothers and sisters? 
And then, you know, my, my experience, to be blunt, I didn't have the best relationship with my brother, but there's always like an explanation to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like, I just hate my brother. But that, that's not, I kind of love my brother. No. But, you know, it's siblings, we always fight. No. You know, it just depends on the reason why behind it. So what is like the craziest date you've ever been on? Um, and how did you get out of it? Craziest date. I think like the craziest date I ever been on was I met up the person at a coffee shop. When they got there, they had no personality. They looked crazy. They had no conversation. Like you said, you were just asking about like certain things, like where did you want to go? They had nothing to bring to the value. Um, they didn't drink coffee, so that's already a no-no. So why are you at a coffee shop? Because that's an easy place to meet somebody. Oh, okay. Like if you wanna go and like have like a conversation with somebody, you would meet them at a coffee shop. But But did you know you didn't like coffee? Because then you no. just said let's go to the bar. I don't feel like you should go on any date at a bar. I think because you can't have a conversation with them. I think the crazy thing is I I went on one time, which I guess you're right now, I guess you're correct about a bar. This guy got shit faced at the bar to the point where it was kind of like he was all over the place and then he ended up making out with somebody else and I'm over here just like on the sidelines and I'm yeah, just, I, think I, just, you, I just left. If just you go away. to on a date with somebody at a bar, whoever agreed to set that up that way is not trying to date you because they're just like, oh, well, if it doesn't go well, at least I have somebody else to make out with and that's probably what happened in your scenario. Probably, but I set it up though, so it backfired. Well, the person said yes. Yeah, but then they're the ones that got drunk and ended up making out with somebody else. Oh, and I was man. just like sipping on a martini. What martini were you drinking? Breaking Sturdy. At what bar? Was it a bar bar or was it like sitting at the bar? Because it was nobody drinks a, a martini at a bar. It was sitting at a, at a bar bar. Oh, okay. Because that's, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> drinking martinis at a bar. If you're not sitting down, if you're not at the bar sitting down, don't drink martini. If it's a bar where there's people walking around, we don't drink martinis. Because that will spill on you and spill on other people. But that's another one. So what's the best date you've been on? Because um, I feel like if you know the best... Like, I feel like if I can internalize the best date I have been on, I kind of know... When I'm looking for somebody or I'm trying to go on a date, I know that that's how I can kind of replicate it. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to remember, like, if you're a dating person that, like, likes to date a lot of people. Um, but, you know. I think the best experiences that I had sometimes is just when it's very spontaneous. It's not really, like, a set date, you know? It's just kind of like, what do you want to do? And it's kind of like an adventure. And it's kind of like where we just just kind of go with the flow. I hate, cause like sometimes setting a date puts so much stress cause yeah. it, it's like, it's so structured and so time framed. Like when it's, it's very like, just like flowy and very like, you know, we're going to the park. Okay. Oh, there's a bar, let's go have a drink. Okay. And the next thing you know, you're just vibing with that person and you spend the whole day with them. You know, it's just like a natural flow of things. So how long would you wait? So if you gave your number to somebody at restaurant, bar, at the park, gym, how, what's a good time frame for them to have to message you back? Three days. Three days. 
So if they don't message you back in three days, it's finito. Yeah, three days. Yeah, I think, I feel like if you give your number to somebody or you could feel they accept it, I, yeah, three days is probably good. Three days is good. Let's say you meet them on Saturday, by Monday, Tuesday, she'll be texting you. Yeah. And if they don't text you? Then I'm already like moving. But what on. if they text you is just like little like, hey, how's it going? Or they're not trying to set something. Or they're not trying well, to. Well, that's different. Maybe they're trying to like just reestablish like a conversation. To, first of all, to see if I, I remember your ass. Yeah. Like so have you ass. ever like been out, you gave someone your phone number, and then you set up the date, and when you met them, they're like, do I remember you? I mean, there have been times I don't know who the fuck is texting <laughs> So we don't save the number. I don't save the number. Or, or I give them I give them my number, they text me, they're yeah. trying to tell me who they are. I'm like, I don't know you. Well, we know you're bad with names. I'm horrible with names. So that could be the case. So just wrapping up like on everything. So what would you say people need to know to have a good relationship, go on a successful date, to make it hopeful for, you know, the people out there. Because there's people, you know, not everybody's in a happy-go-lucky relationship. And if they are, they may need to know some information on how to make it well. So what what's your little tidbits? Because you've been in good relationships, you've been in bad ones, you've dated good people. So, you know, what is your advice to the people? I think now it's kind of like you got to know your own self-worth. You know what I'm saying? You gotta know who you are. Like, and you gotta know um, what you bring to the table. You know, sometimes you get into these relationships as a timid person and you just go along with the ride just because you want you want a partner in life, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whatever. And that's definitely not how you should go into a relationship. Know yourself first, know yourself worth. Know what you bring to the table, you know? Good, bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Once you establish that, you're comfortable with yourself. In a sense, you're like, you're, you're, you're establish your own self, your self-worth. Then you can start dating. And then you can also, because, you know, when I was dating when I was 18, I'm not the same person as I am now. Mm. The shit that I would pull up when I was 18, 19 years old, I want to pull up with that shit now. Because I'm like, what the fuck are you? Like, I run this shit. You yeah, know? for sure. Like, you're not going to talk to me that kind of way. You know what I'm saying? It's respect. You run what? I run this shit. <laughs> a mess. Continue. I'm sorry. So we go to pick up. Yeah. So as long as you know your self worth and um, love yourself first, bring somebody else to the table, and that way you can always, always, always like set your own boundaries and what you're willing and not willing to tolerate. And the minute you see those red flags, just walk away. Like life is too yeah. short to be dealing with some bullshit. I agree. I agree. Like, as long as you see those red flags, okay, thank you, have a good day. This is not working out. Have a good life. And then that's it. Because I'd rather be alone than miserable with somebody. Yeah. I'll, you know, buy a dog, which I did. But, you know, <laughs> you know, I'd rather be by myself than miserable, you know. And then as, as you progress in life, you realize, like, sometimes, like, you're pushing so hard to find somebody and then when you lose respect, it, it just naturally happens with this person just walks in. Mm, yeah. You know, that's how I was. I was like, I wasn't expecting to be in a relationship. And look, at, look here I am. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't searching for it. I wasn't hunting for it. I wasn't like, you know how some people get so, I gotta have a boyfriend, I gotta have a girlfriend. And they're so pressed about it. 
but you just gotta let things flow naturally, you know? And then sometimes, like, I always say, maybe the where you're placing yourself is not where you should be. Mm. You know, if you're going to the same bars and clubs every weekend, every night, the same people looking at you, you looking at them, maybe you need to go somewhere else to see a different crowd of people yeah. so they can see you. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're going to the same place every weekend... But that's if you're wanting a relationship. If you're wanting... If you, yeah. Exactly. If, yeah. if you're truly like, hey, let's venture out. Let me find me a man. Let me find me a girl. Well, don't be going to the same place without already know your street credit. Street credit. That's a good one. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Experience, no, I agree. experience I agree. things. I agree. You have to open yourself up. You have to be in a space that you want yeah. to define your relationship. So thank you, Luis, so much for joining me on my first guest on my podcast. Um, I think you had a lot of good insight about relationship and dating. Um, You know, I knew you would give me a lot of good information to share. And... give a lot of good information for people on relationships and dating thank you so much to everybody listening in Luis was my first guest I'm so happy that my bestie would do this for me Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode Um, if you like this episode send us a message Um, definitely follow us Um, you know like I said I'm working through this I'm trying to give good content to you all so all the feedback I can get um, just makes me grow and get better thank you again for all the support and all the love and you all have a wonderful day